Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another special edition of For the Love of Afrobeats. Uh, Mr. Schmooze calls it the extra special. Special. Special, special edition. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Adesha Kuralajide, aka Shops. You do a live at the Bimbi Record Studios, yeah. joined by producer Damola, aka Mr. Schmooze, aka yeah, the Mini Energy God. You cannot mess with the intro. You can't mess with the intro. Anyway, we've got a special guest in the building. Yeah. One of arguably the people that ushered in the new pop sound coming from africa from nigeria afro beats afro pop whatever it is you want to call it r&b one of the most incredible voices in the last decade yeah. ladies and gentlemen please welcome the incredible mr medi medi is lovely to see you after all this time like it's it's been a long time first of all let's how are you doing how how's the baby i know on social media you've declared that <laughs> you know the baby's there you've got you also did you get married <laughs> or you just kind of you hung out with your partner <laughs> <laughs> first of all let me just say thanks for having me guys yeah. it's been a while you know i respect what you guys are doing mm. yeah, that's why i'm here absolutely yeah exactly What's, what's it been like? I know the last 10 years in terms of the music, let's just talk about the music journey. You really kicked the door open in like the early 2010s and, and stuff like that. What has it been like to see what the scene was then and where we are now no. when it comes to Afro beats, Afro pop? What, how have you felt about the development of the scene? Honestly, man, it's been some great energy right from then till now. You mm. know? Everything has just been moving non-stop, you get me? And with the likes of, you know, the artists that we have right now, you know, they are not even listening to anything. They're just moving. <laughs> so so basically that that's exactly how it's meant to be. Because mm. you know, sometimes we think it's the game, but we don't know it's the artists in the game that are making the game lively. Because you, mm. mm. you know, you know, you know, sometimes the government doesn't actually help the game. Yeah. You get me? So it kills the game. But you know, there, there are certain artists in the game right now that no matter whether the government is working or not working, they, they, are, pushing. they, are, they are pushing and they are moving. So that's exactly what's helping the industry now, mm. you know. Passion, yeah, is what's driving the industry right now. Absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, there's really not much to gain from mm. from the mm. industry if you go the right way. Yeah. Mm. You know, so mm. people just have to, you know, do it themselves. Right just now. continue pushing yeah, individually. Exactly. Let's talk about your you know, coming into the game, how did music start for you? For some people now that are looking at Maydi, like, yo, is that the same Maydi from back then? Yeah. How did you grab a hold of music or how did you start making music? When did you discover you had the vocal ability to be a professional musician? Um, basically, when I discovered I had a voice, you know, my mom always used to make me sing for her as a punishment, you know. Wow. <laughs> I want that to type make of her punishment. Sleep, you know? She's always like, you know, sing praise songs, sing this and that, you know, while she's falling asleep and everything. So, you know, I used to think it was a punishment. But, you know, at the end of the day, when I found out I had a good voice, she never told me that I had a good voice. She just said, you sing me to sleep. I'm like, ah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, it was like, I was in school, yeah? Casey, then I was laying in my bed. And then this my friend just comes and it's like, yo, dude, why you don't singing just now? I'm like, yeah. I was like, damn man, your voice is mad. I was like, you for real? I was like, oh, for real, man. Like me. The girl's like, yes, man, dude. Ah, shit. So since then, I was like, eh. So that's why this woman is always saying. 
Now, the pop scene in Nigeria at the time, especially like when you guys got into it, when you started making music, it wasn't as if like, you know, the, the, the music game, the pop scene was working like that. Mm. People, like you said, were doing it mainly for passion. Yeah. What was the dream of a maid that had incredible vocal ability, definitely wanted to make music professionally? What was the dream at that time? Was the aspiration like world domination or was he just like, let me just hold my side for sooner yeah. later here or what, it, what What was it like? Because I always wanted to find out what you guys were thinking. Um, the thing is, yeah, I've been exposed since I was a kid. So, you know, I've done all this, you know, pop, pop artists, Michael Jackson, all these guys, you know, I used to read about them. I used to watch their videos. So, you know, I always wanted to be something like that, you know, mm. not even just Nigeria, but, you know, worldwide, you know, I've always had, I'd always had a dream of working with Akon since I was a kid. Gosh, you know, and wow. it just happened like that. So you know, it's just you know, your life would only take you to where your imagination can can reach. Yeah. You get me? Hmm. So there, there are people that you know they can't go further than where life has taken them right now. It's because they never dreamt further than that. Mm. You know, and if you don't dream further than where you want to be, you can't pass that because mm. it's, it's, the dream is what pushes you. You get me? Sure. The vision. When, when they say vision, people just say vision, they don't even know the meaning of vision is what you can see ahead of you. Yeah. Mm. You get me? So if you can't see something ahead of you, you can't be it. It's yeah. just normal. Mm. Yeah. You know, mm. before you become something, you must have seen it and visual, visualized that, okay, this is how I think it's going to be later, you know. But if you can't see it, you, know, you can't blame some. You find out that some people have so much money, they have so much exposure right now, but they don't know how to move forward. Absolutely. That. You get me? It's not their fault. They just didn't see past that. Mm. Yeah. You know, they don't know how to see past that. Wow, that's some inside knowledge there. You touched, you touched on the Acorn bit. Yeah, let's fast forward into it. One of the biggest records of the last ten years, Chop My Money remix. Yourself, um, P Square, P Square and Acorn. Um, first of all, how did you know you were going to be on that record, and what did it feel like for you at that time to be collaborating with one of the world's biggest pop artists in Acorn? Alongside Africa's own biggest yeah, superstar duo in P Square. Yeah, and um, basically, you know, when I first met Akon, it was in London. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You know, I think 2010. Yep. Or nine. You know, and we just, you know, clicked like that. Akon and I just clicked like that. You know, he wanted to listen to all the songs I had on my phone. You know, when he heard soundtrack. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it was like, yo, dude, I have to be on this remix. I have to be on this remix. You know. That's how Akon says about me, you get me? He just wants to work with me all the time. So, you know, um, the plan wasn't to, for him to voice on Chop My Money. The record P Square had for him then was Beautiful in Here. Mm. You get me? So they took that, they sent that to him. But when they got to America, he played them Chop My Money remix. And he said, this is the one I really actually wanted to work with. Wow. Mm. So that was how the song came out. Wow. Now, speaking about the P-Square situation, you were part of like the P-Square family. How did that, how did you join that family mm. in the first instance? And then what was it like for you being a member of that whole crew? You, you remember, you remember Alaye you now? Alaye. Yeah. 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 He was a rapper. Alaye. was one of, oh, shout out Alaye, man. Oh, God, yeah. man. That's another guy that has put in some work exactly. at the early you beginnings. Yeah. Me. And he's actually not, you know, recognized for that. Hmm. And, you know, I met Alaye in Two Face and Friends in 2008. Gosh. So Alaye was the one who spotted me out and was like, you know what, dude, hmm, dude, man, I see a lot of things in you, man, you know. I can hook you up with a couple of people, just stick with me. You know? So 
So Alaya and I were always friends, you know. I was always going to link up with him at P-Square's house then. Mm. Yeah. So that was how Alaya and I became friends. So the song Too Fine with Kel, I don't know yes. if you remember that. Yes, movie. yes. It came out. And then, you know, I think P-Square saw it and they were like, oh, dude, you know, why are you always around every time Alaya is around? Can't you come on your own? Let's just just hang out hang with the guy. Yeah. That's how I started, you know. So I started hanging out with them, go for shows together, go parties in the studio together, you know. And, you know it's like you know, I think Storm Records. I was about to sign with Storm Records, mm. yeah. so they knew about that. So they were like, okay, you know, instead of signing with Storm Records, just be come with on the board, family. you get me? Yeah. What's the point? Mm. So I was like, sure, why not, man? First artist on your record label, it has to be mad, man. It has to be mad, you know? and it was mad musically. You know? It was amazing. One of the big stories that definitely broke at the time, which I think changed the course of not only Made D, but also Square Records and P-Square, the whole family and movement that they had, was the fact that the news broke that Made D refused to sign a record label deal with Square Records and everything that ensued, your videos off of social media. What really happened in that situation? Because what we heard was that you just... you made some ridiculous um, requests. Oh, you wanted a car, right. this house, da, da 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 What was it that you weren't happy with when the deal was offered to you? Okay, you know, it was a deal, right? You know, Pisco and I were friends. Like I told you how I linked up with them. Yeah. Know, I was with Alaye, and Alaye was actually the one who was meant to put me out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So for them, you know, requesting me, you know, they had to go through Alaye. So, you know, everything was cool. At that time, that was, I said 2008, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was with them till 2008. 10, 11, yeah. and, you know, nothing was put out. So, you know, we didn't sign no contracts. Then, you know, yeah. they, they were just like, that. oh, how much am I going to make for yeah. them? You know, uh, let's just do this. You know, when you're big, you're big, you do your thing, you use our platform, don't worry. We have love for you. Mm. You know, we didn't sign no contract. I wasn't making no money under them. Nothing. Even with the whole fact that, you know, we're friends. I just mm. felt as affiliated friends, you get me? I can do anything for you, write yeah. songs, what is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm chilling it's in your- It's part of the family. Yeah. I'm chilling in your crib, you know? It's family, you yeah. get me? Yeah. So yeah. I, I believe that when I'm blown, yeah. or when I become big on my own, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna show me the same love. Yeah. 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 You know, that was that was how I feel it's meant to be, you know? Yeah. When, when an artist is big on their level, there's a, they throw a party, everybody's happy, mm. you get me? Yeah. So when I became big, you know, people started, you know, requesting for me and shit, you know, it was like, Akon was like, oh, we had deals for me in America, da, 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 da. you know? You know when you think this, this thing is not worth this? And at the end of the day, you find out that it's worth this. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Then you start thinking differently. Mm. Mm. So mm. the problem was they didn't sign a contract early enough for me. If yeah. they had signed, they didn't believe in me early from enough. the get-go. Mm. So if they had believed in me from the get-go that, oh, this guy can actually be so big, they just thought, oh, maybe it's just going to be one of these that will just be bringing in small change mm. for us, you get me? Yeah. So when they found out it was going to be this big, so now they wanted to sign a contract. So all the years I've been wasting with them, writing for them, doing all this, doing mm. all that, you get me? I just felt those years are wasted and I know how I'm living. Let's mm. not go too long in that. Yeah. Yeah. I know how I'm living with you guys. Yeah. It's not mm. how I'm supposed to. Yeah. So, mm. you know, I don't want to go into something too deep when I know exactly how it is. Come, they don't need to tell you something that is raining before you know that it's raining outside. Mm. Mm. You get me? Mm. So. I already knew how I was living. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't want to live like that. Mm. So mm. I asked the question: Am I going to keep living this way if I sign this contract? Yeah. Mm. And they couldn't answer that question. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I need to read between the lines. <laughs> mm. You get me? So I read between the lines, and they asked me to leave. That you know, I can't be under the label. Da, 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 da. And I was like, ah, okay, whatever it is, man. How but much they, of a how much of a setback was the turning that deal down? 
How, how uh, much do you honestly you know, think it would uh, You know, you know the, deal, the deal didn't favor me at the end of the day. Mm, you know? mm. So, even if I was going to sign it, it didn't favor me. It was just something that was copied from the internet. And it, wow! You get me? So, it didn't favor me. And I didn't, I didn't need a lawyer to read it for me. You get me? So, and it wasn't even about that. I was ready to sign the deal. Even later on, when I had people come up to me and, and say, make it I was ready to sign it, but you know. I just felt, you know, it wasn't clear, so I was meant to sign again. Just like I was going to sign the contract, it wasn't yeah. clear. Mm. It wasn't like yeah. clear. Clear, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, it's like God just doesn't understand. <laughs> so he now said, so he now said, you now said, yo, bro, you know, it's not clear. Let's sign it another day. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it's like God just doesn't want me to sign this. this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And you know, there are a lot of things surrounding that that you know I can't start breaking down. Absolutely. You get me? You know, I love this quest so much. Yeah. Even yeah. No matter what, you get me. I just feel I just feel when when things turn into business, some people don't know how to handle it. Mm. Yeah. You get me? So I think we're good as friends. Yeah. What me? kind of what kind of advice would you give, you know, up and coming artists that obviously have are in where in the kind of are in the kind of situation you were in mm. at the time yeah. that have offers that probably are similar in those kind of circumstances? How would you advise Young artists now. What, what I would say is be patient, man. Trust me. Because whether Pisco or not, I'll still blow. Mm. Mr. Easy did not need anybody to blow. Yep. So many other artists don't, didn't need anybody to blow. You get me? When Skibi was in five star, he didn't blow. When he came out of five star, he <gasps> didn't blow. Sure. So you don't really need anybody to blow. <clears throat> but if you really have the platform and they're training you well, definitely go ahead. Take advantage. You know, like like DMW right now, you know. David doesn't really care no, how much David, you want to make for yeah. you right David now. Is His own is how he wants to push you. No, yeah. David you is a me? different so if, kind of Exactly. Artist. So if you, have a, if you have a platform that is actually treating you well, go ahead, bro. But don't lie to yourself, you know. You can lie to people, but don't lie to yourself because it's going to affect you at the end of the day. Mm. Mm. Get me? But just be patient. You're going to get there at the end of the day. Keep working. Be patient. Trust me. Trust me. It's going to happen. Now, yeah. fast forward from that situation. Obviously, you've been on your own since then, yeah. releasing records. You know, putting out projects, pushing yourself as an individual artist. Yes, some of the music in sometimes have kind of reached where it's supposed to be. Others haven't reached where it's supposed to be. What would you say have been a hold back for Maydee? Even before the Peace Square kind of affiliations, you were hitting some high notes in yeah. terms of exposure. You had been identified by yeah. a lot of us yeah. as pretty much the future of Afro Pop Afro Beats. But after a while, your music wasn't touching us. Not only not that the quality wasn't good, yeah. but we a lot of people weren't even seeing the music, music. but you were putting it out. Yeah. What was the whole back? Um, I just think the game changed. Mm. And you know, the game changed from, you know, when you need to, you know, put out music just as an artist. It changed into, you know, a serious business. business. You know, and and you know, I just couldn't do it alone. I needed like, you know. Team. A team and the back end and everything from you know serious businessmen. Yeah, that's what the game is all about right now. Structure. Mm. You get me? Exactly. So it's not even really the structure, you know. But you know, if it's about the structure, yeah, that's easy to get. You know, yeah. The structure is just putting things in place. Yeah. But you know, you need the feeling. Yeah. You get me? So the game changed, and you know, I can't just do it alone. Basically. Absolutely. Mm. So it does. It doesn't still mean that you know I just sit back and relax. You know, I just still have to keep dropping for those core core fans you know yeah. they are, they are exactly, the, the business they are, side of it they, they, they are the core fans that buy your music whether, whether you are, you are 
buzzing or not. Or not yeah. You get me? So for those ones that keep you encouraged, that keep letting you know that keep do this is what it is. Mm. For you them. just need to keep creating for them. Till when you know you get that break. If I was gonna introduce you to an international audience that haven't heard about Mehdi before, what type of musician or singer would you say Mehdi is? I'll say R and B pop, mm. R and B Afrobeats. Mm. R and Afrobeats. Absolutely. Fast forward to 2019. You're currently on tour. You're touching the UK. You're going into Europe. You've got dates set in Germany. What is beyond the, the tour to kick start this 2019? What is the goal for 2019 for me, D? Um, the goal for 2019 is just to let people know that you know what? We're dying here. Hmm. <laughs> you get me? I don't care. Whatever I it like is, that. we're dying here. Absolutely. You mean that figuratively, just to be clear. <laughs> just to be clear. That is, that is the For hustle. the Nigerians, I don't get the, 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 the joke. It just pretty much means that this is we're going nowhere. Yeah. Yes, we're so we're this is, absolutely. You get me. So if you know, it's just like water. Yeah. If if people don't want to, you know, recognize due to the fact that maybe what they hear people say about me or maybe what they think I am, you know, you haven't met me personally. I'm going to do the best music that you know, no matter what, it's going to enter like water. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because you know, at the end of the day, it's still the music, man. Yep. It's still the music. No matter how much you create, yeah, and you push, if people don't want to accept it, they're not going to accept it. Yeah. Real talk. No matter how much you push. So the thing is, if the music is good, yeah. then you push. Yes, amazing. What about the effects of social media on entertainers at the at the moment? You know, how have you seen the benefits and the negatives? Of social media um you know me from from time i've always been a private person you know i like mm. keeping my things private i don't like shouting you know i believe in well done is better than well said mm. yeah get me so you know and the more you look the less you see the more people show you things on social media you know the, the less you value them mm. so but at the end of the day you know I, I thought about it and i'm like you know what if this thing is working for everybody then you have to do it mm. get me because it's not easy you know keeping up with social media Absolutely. Put your things out there all the time. You, mm. know, you don't even know where you put the thing. You're not supposed to put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's the what's the what's the single now that you're pushing? What what is the the, the single um, we're kicking? It's, it's, the thing is, you know, as I drop music, as I that's how I drop music, you know. And um, this is just the time I'm in the UK now. So and the song I have out right now is the mm. one featuring Paris by mm. Force. Yeah. Yep. So I mean I think it's best I push that. Absolutely. Since it's out now. Yeah. And yep. I also have a record with Whiskey, Bamilo, and I have one with Rock City. Mm. No way. Yeah. Uh, Roll your book. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, so fire. This one's out, <laughs> yeah. This one's out. So that's mm. just like that 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 pretty much sets the tone for 2019. Exactly. Are you planning to put a body of work together or are we just gonna keep on rocking with this single? Um, mm. I'm planning on shooting a video mm. in UK before I leave for a mm. new record I'm about to drop now. Yeah. Trust me, it's fine. Any other collaborators that you are eyeing, DMing, uh, personal mm. messaging, <laughs> like probably enjoying their music? Okay, let's start with that. Yeah. Who, who are, who are now, you feeling right now? On the continent, yeah. is Mr. May D listening mm. to their music, male or female, that, you know, you might not work with them, but mm -hmm. you're kind of enjoying what they put now, right now. I love Ella May. Yeah. Mm. Ella is good. I love Ella yeah. you know, I like her creativity and her vibe. Mm. Mm. Has some soul. Then you know, Bernard Boyd is doing it for me, mm. and Steph London, I think. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. My man picked the hottest <laughs> guys in the continent, continent. in the whole straight, world right straight. now. <laughs> Listen, Lady has always like one of the. It's always been difficult to to tell you guys how you have inspired the whole scene, how yeah. you make us proud. So I always wait for opportunities like this face to face to say thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you very much. Even Appreciate the hardships inspire us and teach us. Yeah. And also give us a reason to celebrate you guys even more yep. for everything you've done and keep on doing for us. So yep. thank you very much for joining the thank podcast. You very much. We appreciate, appreciate it. We're going to be supporting fully. 100%. As always, this is for the love of Afrobeats, Mr. Schmooze. Yeah. I am Shopsy Do and the incredible Mr. Mady. Yeah, Catch us next time. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you guys, man. Appreciate thank you. It.